There are a few companies that end up changing the world forever. And we are calling it iPhone. These companies disrupt the very fabric of society. But now, one company stands out from the rest. We are going to deliver the world's best software. Palantir is a truly special software company that is arguably the most important software company in the world. So legendary investor called Adam Koo has now invested within Palantir and within his latest video in which he highlighted the importance of artificial intelligence and the top 10 equities that he's purchasing in reference to the golden era of AI that we're entering. He touched upon Palantir and the fact that he believes Palantir is a good bet in order to capitalize on the next generation and the golden era of artificial intelligence as many are calling it. So before we get into that, who actually is Adam Ku, And then we'll get to my analysis and his commentary on other equities such as C3 AI and why I disagree with him on the C3 AI pick. So Adam Ku is a legendary investor within the content finance space, a renowned investor, and he just put out a video highlighting the importance of Palantir within the next generation and the golden era of artificial intelligence. Adam Ku is a professional stocks and options trader He's the best-selling author of 16 books, including Winning the Game of Stocks and Profit from the Panic. Thousands of students have profited from his sharp investment insight into the world of stock and investing and options trading. He solidified himself through this with a fairly stellar reputation when it comes to investing and stocks. I think some people within the content space refer to Adam as some sort of Warren Buffett-type-esque figure with a focus really on value investing, fundamentals in comparison to speculation, and hodling random cryptocurrencies. Often his principles stem from heavy value investing based approaches with little to no room for speculation and a deep rooting within competitive moats and fundamentals. This is why he garnered an audience of over 500,000 people on YouTube to date. Ladies and gentlemen, Danton's Premium is here. You can subscribe by the first link in the description. Some exclusive perks that we're now offering includes that evaluation models and DCF calculations on your favorite companies. You can hear from Wall Street themselves in reference to their investment notes and their research reports on Tesla, on Palantir, on industries, and where they're putting their money. As well as this, you also get access to exclusive videos, commentary, podcasts, and interviews from CEOs, from investors, private investors alike. In addition, you can read all of our exclusive research and articles which come out daily on Dantons.com. And you also get to see our six-figure stock portfolio and the moves that I make on a daily basis. These are just some of the perks. Please subscribe to Danton's Premium. First link will be in the description. Thank you. So enough of that. Let's get to what Adam said about Palantir and why he believes this is the next play for the artificial intelligence golden era that we're coming into. Let's watch. Number seven on the list, Palantir, ticker symbol PLTR, a very controversial company. Uh, now Palantir is an AI powered data analytics software company. They help organizations accumulate data from many, many disparate sources, both external and internal to the company, and then processes the big data with algorithms to make data-driven decisions, to help the company to find uh, ways to improve their processes or to find problems to solve. Palantir's biggest customer is the US government. So its Gotham platform is used by the CIA, 
FBI, ICE, and all branches of the military. In fact, Palantir has been credited for helping to capture Osama bin Laden, finding where he was, and also credited for um, their intelligence that gave the US government the heads up that Russia was going to invade Ukraine even before they invaded Ukraine. Now, their foundry platform provides data mining tools for large commercial customers. I do have a small position in Palantir, but it's a pretty speculative company because it's not yet profitable, although they are cash flow positive. So within the video, Adam mentioned that Palantir is one of his smaller investments, yet still he believes that Palantir is going to capitalize on this golden era of artificial intelligence fairly well. And I agree with Adam on this idea of Palantir, specifically in reference to the company after they were labeled a leader within artificial intelligence sales ahead of the likes of Microsoft, Google, Oracle, and IBM. This, in my opinion, is just one of the data points solidifying the fact that Palantir really is a leader within artificial intelligence. As you can see from the graph on the screen, Palantir was labeled a leader within artificial intelligence. According to Kathy Wood, a $200 trillion industry that is about to be created in which will create really tremendous insights and productivity improvements and transformations for organizations, companies, and people. Looking at this graph, you can see the IDC Worldwide Artificial Intelligence Platform Software Market Sales. Palantir is labeled firstly, followed closely by Microsoft, IBM, AWS, and Google. And the thing to note here, by the way, is the fact that Palantir only has a market cap of around $12 billion, whilst the other companies on the list in which are trading behind Palantir are far bigger, with market capitalizations in the hundreds of billions, even more. In my opinion, this is just one of the data points that I like to look at when it comes to artificial intelligence, and perhaps use it as a leading variable to understand as to where Palantir will be in, let's say, five years' time. Just touching a bit deeper upon Adam's commentary, and to why I believe Palantir is fundamentally ahead when it comes to organizational artificial intelligence software. Proprietary data is perhaps the most vital aspect to understand when it comes to having an advantage within artificial intelligence over the next 10 years. Tesla, for example, sits on the best FSD data. Meta sits on the biggest set of user data. Palantir, however, sits on the biggest set of what I call organizational data. As I've mentioned many times, this gives the company real unimaginable competitive moats in which are garnering their reputation as a leader within artificial intelligence software solutions. And as mentioned within Palantir's filings, whilst Palantir does not store or own data, the platform acts as an operating system for data, therefore learning about the ways in which the connections are made and value is created. And this leads to basically unimaginable network effect creation. And just to agree with Adam further, and diving a bit deeper into his commentary, Palantir has been fundamental for the Ukrainian war, in which artificial intelligence and software taken together has basically turned the small nation into a juggernaut. I think, and I've mentioned many times, I believe this is a leading variable as to what we're going to see within the commercial sector soon. Fundamentally, nations from now on, after the events within the Ukrainian war, are going to require to need software in conjunction with heroism and your regular kind of warfare from a physical standpoint. Software is now this new dynamic for organizations and for nations in which it's fundamental to use in order to gain unimaginable network effect creation and productivity enhancements. The Palantir CEO recently stated within an interview that Palantir Gotham has been used to turn nations into juggernauts regardless of the size of power. And this is the true exponentiality of software, said the CEO. It is no longer based on physical warfare, but now there is also an emphasis on digital technologies too. The combination of digital, kinetic, and heroism is extremely, extremely powerful, claimed the CEO. So before we touch on Palantir even further, just with a brief comparison of C3 AI and Palantir, let's just look at Adam's commentary when it comes to C3 AI and why, as we'll get to with a moment, I disagree with him deeply on this pick. 
another very similar company to Palantir that is a pure AI-driven play would be C3.ai. This company is similar to Palantir as in it's a software uh, as a service company whose software allows companies to deploy large AI applications to solve problems and to make their processes, processes uh, a lot more efficient. So their company tools help its customers to accelerate software development and reduce costs and risk across their business units. Now, what's the difference between C3 AI and Palantir? Well, there are two main differences. Number one, Palantir gets big data from information within and outside the organization, all over the place. But C3i only gets data from within the organization. The second difference is Palantir, a big part of their business is the government, and another big part would be commercial customers across many different industries. But for C3AI, they are mainly servicing the energy and industrial sector. So they are more niche in a way. So aside from the fact that C3AI uses the word AI, which is a major buzzword, within their title, in which instantaneously clumps signals that they're perfectly competitive and they have no real differentiation. Aside from that, let's talk about the technology and the deepness of the technology, in which for me is a real good place to understand and to start with when it comes to the future viability of investing within the company. Personally, I am not a fan of C3, and I would state the following. C3, I believe, builds minimally viable products that are useful, however fundamentally are really not transformative for organizations. Palantir is characterized by deep and truly transformative technology with limited such no salespeople, whereas C3 and Snowflake, for example, are characterized by very thin tools, yet a large sales team to push their thin products out the door. Palantir has deep technology and is fundamentally a disruptive operating system. It is not a one-off tool or a sole application that one uses within the organization. It is the cardiovascular system of their company, which highlights the importance of this for the next era of AI and software. Moreover, just to speak towards the differences of the two companies, let me explain my thoughts. C3, I believe, builds 2D static one-off solutions and tools in order to aid artificial intelligence within your organization. But if you'd be reading our commentary on dantons.com, and if you've signed up to Deep Dive's newsletter in which you get one email a month on an equity or an industry, then you realize that this is not where software is going. This is not the future of software. Palantir, on the other hand, does not build a one-off tool or a plugin, but instead builds an operating system, an underlying infrastructure for software and data. In other words, Palantir builds a digital twin of your organization, allowing you to predict, prevent, simulate outcome scenarios and events. The future of software is 3D. The future of software is moving. The future of software is living, breathing pieces of codes and objects. This is the future of software in which one has a digital representation of their organization in which they can simulate, predict, prevent, and therefore save huge amounts of money, incomprehensible amounts of money from the software solutions. One notable example, as I'm sure you're all aware, is Tyson Foods, in which it saved 200 plus million dollars via the use of Palantir software. This is no trivial number and highlights the importance, as we've seen within the Ukrainian war, on the governmental side, as to the commercial aspect of utilizing truly transformative technologies and software solutions. I don't believe that software solutions like C3AI are viable when it comes to true transformation. One analogy that I commonly like to use as to fact that Palantir is the Windows operating system for organizations when it comes to software and data. Whereas solutions such as C3AI and Snowflake, these are basically the applications in which sit within the operating system in order to enhance value. 
as the CEO of Palantir recently mentioned, at FoundryCon, what you have is organizations using tools such as Snowflake or C3AI, however, not really being transformed by these tools. Sure, it's great to have your data within a data lake house, but then what? You need your data to come alive. You need your data to be put into an ontological model, a living, breathing, moving piece of code, an object in which therefore can enable true differentiation and transformation. That is the future of software. The future of artificial intelligence software is living, breathing. It's 3D, it's models. It's an ontological living, breathing creature for your organization in which anyone can utilize regardless of technicalities in order to derive value. That is the future of software that I'm betting on. I think the most important takeaway from this is the fact that Palantir sits on the largest data set of organizational data, whereas Meta sits on the largest data set of user data. Tesla, for example, sits on the largest data set of driving data, of real-world data, Palantir sits on the largest data set of organizational data. And through this, over the past 20 years, their platform has shown to be truly transformative for organizations. This is the future of software, 3D, moving, breathing objects in which can enable true differentiation and transformation for your organization. So I hope you enjoyed this quick analysis of Adam Koo and his commentary on Palantir. I do agree with many of the comments he's mentioned. And as a renowned investor, a value investor, it's very interesting to hear his opinion and insight in regards to Palantir as an investment, as well as a business. I believe we're on the cusp of a golden era of artificial intelligence, and I want to capitalize on this trend as we move into this new era. I believe Palantir will be fundamental and at the forefront of this, and there's many data variables in which are indicating towards my statements holding truth. Let me know your thoughts. Don't forget to check out dantons.com. Subscribe to the Deep Dive newsletter for one new email per month. One new email on research. Thousands and thousands of words. The last one was on Palantir Technologies. The prior one being on Meta, in which we highlighted our thesis on, on these companies and why I believe some of them are really interesting companies, perhaps warranting an investment. Let me know your decision. Let me know your thoughts. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with Adam? And I'd love to see you soon. Thank you, and I'll see you soon.